What do you get when two dudes who love Jesus and our masters at going with the flow get together? You get the Flow Podcast with J-Log and Marcus, where they discuss all things faith, life, and off the wall. All right, welcome to Flow. Uh, I'm Marcus. I'm J-Log. And uh, before we get into everything, let's have an open word. Let's open in a word of prayer. There we go. Let's pray, guys. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for your love and your mercy, God, your grace. I thank you for... Father, every day, God, you walk with us, and we don't deserve it. Father, I thank you for my salvation. And, Lord, as we go into this episode, Lord, I ask that you prepare the hearts of our listeners, God. I thank you so much for the guest that we're having on today, Lord. I I pray that you speak through him, hide him behind the cross, Lord, and allow his his light to shine for you. And allow the hearts that are listening, God, to be impacted with every word that is said, so that you get the glory, God. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 So we have a special guest. Um, I don't know who's more famous, him or Caden, uh, uh, but uh, uh, we'll see. We're about the same. About the same. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, we have a special guest. Before we get into that, I'll let you introduce him, J. Lux. So go ahead. Absolutely, guys. It's a pleasure of mine to introduce this uh, next guest on the Flow Podcast. Uh, over the past few months, I've had the pleasure of getting to know him through my son Tyler. Uh, he is just such a spirit-filled young man. Uh, just looking at him and talking with him, uh, you'll learn real quick that you can you can feel Jesus coming out of every word that he says. Uh, his life uh, depicts that, and uh, I've had the pleasure of listening to him. He's a big part of the Friday night Zoom Bible study, and he's uh, gave the lesson on it a few times, and just the way he can grab the attention of of, of an audience. Uh, for Jesus is unbelievable. So I want to welcome to Flow Podcast, Mr. Max Milton, and uh, we're glad to have you, Max. Welcome. Dang, a little bit, you over-talking me a little bit, but I'll take it, man. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> thank God for all those gifts. Absolutely. So, Marcus, you want to go ahead and jump in? And Yeah, so kind of tell our listeners who you are, where you're at, and kind of what God has been doing in your life these past few months. Yeah, sweet. So my name is Max Milton. I live in Jacksonville, Florida, but over the past few months, God has brought me from essentially no social media presence to 100k on TikTok and approaching 10k on Instagram. It's crazy. It's all all been him. I uh, last few months have been in Virginia. That's where most people know me from as far as my TikTok. I very recently came back to college here in Florida, but that's really where I grew and stewarded my uh, TikTok and social in my uh, entire social media ecosystem. It's, it's been wild. But um, yeah, I'm a Christian TikToker, as many people refer to me as, but I just feel like a kid who just loves Jesus and is just sharing it and, and as a passion for social media as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So you've only been on social media or this platform for last few months. like. Yeah, so I've been on there actually for over a year, but it was always just me kind of playing around, mm-hmm. uh, just posting videos on there. I had a few blow up, but they were more just, you know, just like random videos that just will go off and then the rest of your videos are just whatever. It was only a few months ago where I really sat down and, and was like, you know what, I'm going to do this for real. Um, prayed about it really really had a passion for it pursued it day after day and then feel like I, I looked up and all of a sudden it was manifested in front of me it was wild <laughs> really crazy that's awesome that's awesome yeah what uh what do you think has been your what got you into wanting to use this platform for jesus has was it your relationship with him prior to and thought mm. that this would be a great way to get the word out or what got you into wanting to do this and what was your expectations of it 
as you began to do it and watch yeah, watching absolutely. it blow up. Yeah, so I've been walking with Christ for about two years now. And like I said, only about probably three or four months ago have I really been doing the Christian TikTok thing. I always had that thought in the back of my mind, and I always had this vision to do it. But it wasn't until I made one video talking about a prayer wall in my room that blew up and uh, introduced me then to a lot of other people through a different uh, Bible study, actually, that Tyler was also on, that I was woken up to the reality of how powerful ministry through this virtual space could be. And that uh, vision that I had for a long time actually became more of a reality. And that's when I began day after day to really invest in it. So it just kind of happened overnight, really. That's awesome. And one of the, one of the things that gets me, and, and, and we had a brief discussion with Caden about this, and I'd like to ask you the same thing. You have over 100,000 followers. And for me to sit here and think just in general that that is crazy, but to look at it from an aspect of, you know, the bulk of these followers are because of Christian content. And the fact that, that there are that many people out there that are being touched by just individuals such as yourself. Uh, did you expect it to hit where it's hit as fast as it has? And, no. and how, how are you taking that in as far as hum, being humble with it? Yeah, so to be honest, and I was wondering if we would eventually get to this, that's one of my biggest struggles is being humble about it. Because, uh, and just in general, the wild thing is that God's chosen these young kids uh, from the ages of 17 to like, I'd say the, the upper limits, probably like 24, 25, to be doing this ministry on TikTok. And we're an age group that's very, very susceptible to pride. And, and we don't even have as much, you know, say Bible knowledge and wisdom as others, but God's chosen us um, uh, these vessels to do this. And it's, it's amazing. And so, like, going back to your question, it's been very tough for me to be humble. Um, and, Really, the thing that I've had to remember is that it's not about me. Um, first mm -hmm. of all, it's, it's all for Christ. You know, um, Paul says, "I'm building. You're building upon a found the foundation. Sorry, you're building upon the foundation which I built, which is Christ." So I have right. to remember that that not only am I building upon the foundation of someone else, that the people around me, the other TikTokers that are doing have done it before me, are doing it beside me, but that the foundation itself is Jesus, and that's something I have to keep reminding myself because I could get very prideful thinking that. You know, I've ministry. I talked about this last part in Bible study where, where I spoke that it's on my shoulders, and that I'm this main character in this whole thing when I'm really not. Right. Um, it's not about me. Right. Yeah, I, I think that's that's key right there is just that reminders because I mean, even as as a pastor, it's very easy to say I'm the one on this platform. This is yeah. my ministry. Look at me, what I'm doing. Uh, right. And then with a hundred thousand followers on TikTok and even more on Instagram, uh, it's mm -hmm. easy to get a oh, look at me. I've done all this. And yes. for, not, not necessarily forget about God, but put him on the behind me of like, this is who I am, mm. not who he is. Um, very so, difficult. Yeah. Very difficult. And uh, and we'll get into this probably later on. Um, but let's kind of shift back a little bit to your faith. Um, talk about, you know, because you've only been a Christian for two years um, or yeah. sold out for, for Christ for two years. Um, kind of talk about your journey into that. You know, where were you yeah. before? You kind of your testimony of becoming a mm -hmm. Christian and all that stuff. Absolutely. So, uh, just to be quick about it, because to be honest, I'm, I struggle with being quick on this. Uh, yeah, that's okay. I, I grew up as a Christian. Uh, you know, both my parents were believers. Um, actually, my mom wasn't when, when she married my dad. My dad was, and she ended up coming to faith. And then they put me in Awanas, all those things, pretty much every program they could. I had that foundation. I was very firm in middle school, debating my science teacher. I was like that guy. Like I wanted to be a pastor, all these things. I was like the obnoxious, like get on my face Christian. Um, went to high school, 
and my world turned upside down. I had a lot of traumatic stuff. I had a girlfriend that actually was uh, preyed upon by a guy who was like mid late twenties. Um, and I didn't realize that at the time that really, really shook me to the core, pretty much, uh, brought sin and stripped me of my innocence at that age. And so I went to high school, had a 180, pretty much said I'm gonna, you know, rediscover myself that involved uh, alcohol, drugs, um, chasing girls, all these things, pretty much, you know, 180 my entire life, my family coincidentally stopped going to church and became an entirely new person. But I always had this piece of myself that knew that I belonged to Jesus, but I was just running away, running away, running away. Um, came to college completely lost, getting deep into drugs and alcohol and everything, just trying to fill that void. Uh, was going to join the military, but I felt a calling to go to college, went to college and got thrust into a community through a guy that I knew who's the only guy I knew in college um, that introduced me to college ministry. And at first I was going because I had no friends and I wanted community. Um, it took me a while, but eventually my ears were open, my eyes were open, and I began to um, be face-to-face with the gospel that I heard hundreds of times before, realized the implications I had on my life, looked down, saw the necklace I've been wearing for about a year, year and a half, and realized that what it meant for me. Um, transformed my life, turned away from everything, and pretty much realized I want to I looked around me, saw guys who were in the exact same shoes I was right before I found Jesus and just had a desire to, you know, shine that light on a college campus. And it's just been, you know, no looking back since. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. Now, uh, so you, you don't go to a Christian college. Um, you I are, don't. You're very secular college. Very secular, secular college. Um, and uh, you're also in a fraternity, which is also yeah. not easy as well, being a Christian. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of talk about your decision to go where you went. Um, and how do you stay Christian, not only in a secular college, but in a fraternity as well? Yeah, so I actually just rushed to Mackay last one, so I'll get back to that. But um, my first, you know, I came to Christ, and the thing that really allowed me to explode in my faith and not slip back more than I did was having community. And this mm-hmm. is the biggest thing that I tell people is you need Christian community TikTok is one thing, but you need people around you in your day-to-day mm-hmm. life. You need to be intentional in studying the Bible, accountability, things like that. That is so important, especially when you're so surrounded and fed with the world nonstop. You need that. So it wasn't even intentional for me. It was kind of just around me. God just he put packaging around me so that the second I came to him, I could run with it because I had those people looking back. I didn't even realize it at the time, but that's why. Um, and the reason I ended up joining fraternity was because I was so cushioned that it kind of flipped over to the other side where I was in a Christian bubble. And I, I believe that at the time that was very beneficial for me and allowed me to run. But then I realized and I was woken up to the fact that I was not being sent as much as I could. So last semester, uh, my best friend who uh, was one of the guys who led me to Christ, he's a Simakai and my pastor is Simakai. And they both convinced me to do it despite me saying, no, it's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't want to spend money. I don't want to pay for friends. All these things joined. Now I'm in love with it. Um, and that has been my biggest outlet to, uh, meet up with guys and get to know guys that are complete opposite of who I am now, but who were, you know, who I was before. And so that's kind of, the Simakai was more of a, I need to be sent type thing than like before Christ type thing. But yeah. Right. So, so being that Christian known guy, uh, within a fraternity, yeah. How are how are you respected and viewed upon within the frat house and with all, within your brothers, in terms of like they know who you are, correct? Mm-hmm, absolutely, um, and I, I definitely stick out like a sore thumb. Uh, Nate, my friend Nate, and I, I feel like he's kind of passing the baton to me as being the Christian guys. He 
uh, is getting older and phasing out of uh, being as involved. I'm now that like stock Christian guy. And um, I am respected in the sense of like self-control and like, how can you live life and not, you know, chase girls in this way and, and drink and all these things. But uh, there are some times where it's hard. Um, and I'm, I'm, people look at me with confusion when it comes to like drinking and things like that, where it's like, Oh bro, just have fun. Just have fun. Like, you know, I, I like, for example, like during my pleasure, trip, I was going to the parties and they were like, dude, have this, have fun. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like explaining my case. And so that, that does become tough. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So there are times they respect me and there are times that they just don't understand. Um, they, you know, they didn't know Christ. I, I believe Paul says this. They don't know. No, Jesus says this. They don't know him. So they won't know you basically. Mm -hmm. That's right. you know, what I run into a lot. No, I can understand it. So have you been able to, have you found yourself in a moment yet to where you've been able to use your platform as being a Christian within the house mm -hmm. in situations in which people come to you for that type of advice or yeah uh, absolutely um the thing that I've run into a lot lately and actually in I believe may have been my first time ever speaking in the zoom bible study I I was speaking to him he didn't even end up coming but I was speaking to him and anybody with the same mentality there's a guy named Austin who reached out to me I shouldn't have name dropped him but uh he reached out to me basically saying dude like uh, i've run into like this situation this situation this this situation i've been reading my bible i want to become a better person and i get that a lot wow. you know they look at themselves they look in the mirrors and they on the outside shell they're these studs who are loving the life they're living but really when you get down to it and like we have certain rituals and stuff where you really get to know the guys they're they're all broken and they they think that the way to fix that is just to make themselves better, but they can't pull away because their heart is so in desire of these things. And, and the challenge for me is to point them not to, you know, fix the flow, but fix the fountain itself. And, and that's your heart. And only Jesus can do that. And that's, you know, something that um, I, I've been praying for just guidance to articulate that to these guys, because it's, it's difficult. That's the gospel. I think that's awesome for me that you said that, because the way that you articulated that just now about how, when you typically look look at that type of a scene, whether it be an athletic scene or a, maybe even a frat house where everybody's looked upon on the outside as the alpha dog, so to speak, yeah. that deep down, like you just said, and it just honestly just hit home with me here, that we're all really nothing but broken souls. And we hide behind the bravado of who we look like and what we act like instead of how we feel. Absolutely. And and that's that resonates with me because of just the way we are as a human nature. And I'm just so glad that you're, you're, you're in a situation to where God has got your back and you, you continue to strive and walk daily and in, in his presence and can be used for his glory to lead some, some others to Christ. Yeah. Now in, in this scene that you have of being in a college, very secular, very, uh, and then the fraternity of the partying and stuff, how do you keep yourself going? Cause I mean, easily you could say, I'm done with this scene. I'm going to go to some, go somewhere else and it, it could be easier. I could have better, not better friends, but you know, closer friends of, um, that community. You could go to a Christian college, all these different, different ways of being in a Christian community, but yet you choose to stay here. Um, one, why two, how, and what, what do you see it as a benefit? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I get, you mean being sent out and going, and intentionally into those arenas that correct okay. yeah so to be quite honest with you it's it's difficult for me because i can easily fall back into that tendency i had before to be in that christian bubble because it's comfortable mm -hmm. it's fun i get along with and relate to the people that are christians more 
Um, so the challenge for me is not like, how do I keep going when it comes to being around the Sigma Chi's, but uh, to, to being intentional and spending time and going out into those areas, like yeah. certain things like going to chapter as much as I can, um, uh, going over the guys' houses and things like that. That is more the challenge. Uh, the how is it comes back to community, but I feel like the community is the aspect that I'm way stronger on than the aspect of going out and being sent, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, we have a lot of listeners that I'm sure they don't always go to a Christian college. So um, yeah. th- to hear that from you, I think is going to be very encouraging to say, you know, I choose this, even though I could choose something totally different and something totally easier. Yeah. Uh, but that is, God doesn't say our journey is easy. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think Max hit it hit it on the head there because most people, I'm going to guarantee and say all people, <laughs> all people when they come to know Jesus aren't in the perfect setting. So. For him to yeah. be for him to be able to live as Christ in the situation which he's in, and for somebody out there that may be listening that, that say that saying you know I, I'm a new Christian I've just received Christ but here's the situation that I'm in to know that they can do that and still live in the area in which they're in now granted they're gonna have to change some habits and I think Max said the main thing is is being in the right community uh, Absolutely. finding that community being grounded reading the word and then going into battle. It's like no different thing having a job. You know, I can't just go pick a Christian job other than being a pastor or this, that, or the other, which even, you know, this, that you don't escape the world's life of temptation or or worries and this, that, and the other. So it's encouraging to hear you talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, uh, you know, you could be too much on either side, and I'm only a 21 year old man in college, so I'm still thinking inside. I don't have the ultimate wisdom on it, but there's one side where it's like too much in the bubble, and one side where it's like too much in the world because you need Christian community, but you also need to be sent. You know, Jesus called us to be lights in the darkness. So. Amen. Yeah, and I think it's encouraging as well because I mean, you we kind of talked about it a little bit, but uh, we live in a world where it's don't go to those places, don't go to the bars, don't go to the parties. You know, stay away from those people, see them outside of those those atmospheres but i think it could you could be a huge testimony which is what you're doing of being intentional of building this relationship they know who you are they know why you believe what you believe doesn't make it any easier but they understand it um Mm. whether they agree with it or uh try to push you to do other things is a totally different atmosphere and totally different aspect of it but at the end of the day you know that that's where that christian community comes into play of absolutely building you up and making sure that you don't go back to where you were um, no. So, Christ didn't tell us to go live our life alone. No, he built, absolutely he built us not. for for community. So, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to kind of touch on here that that uh, I found very intriguing, and and I had a brief discussion with you earlier, and then I've I've seen a TikTok on it before, and I think Tyler's mentioned a little bit about it before. Is yeah. you you've got a you've got an interesting uh, thing going on in your life now with a merch line and some things that you're doing with it and some uh not uh, to profit and benefit other areas uh i don't really want to speak too much in depth on it just from the standpoint that i don't know enough about it to introduce and bring it in so i'm gonna kick that over to you just for a little bit uh max absolutely absolutely. so yeah i'm so glad that you said that this has been on my mind like every single day uh it's a brand and kind of a vision that i've had for a while jesus is raw so raw is a florida term you may use it where you guys are from just means cool yeah. awesome and it's something that i always say and people always make fun of me for saying i put it in both my bios and i always had this feeling and this this vision that i was going to turn into something more that phrase um and i remember looking through domains one day my friend gabe 
he's like a website designer, and seeing that JesusIsRaw.com was available for only 14 a month, which is wow. extremely cheap. And I didn't think the website .com, like not .org, anything. So I started thinking. I had the idea of doing merch at 50K. I realized I pushed it back to 100K, hit 100K. I was like, okay, I got to take this seriously. Kind of merged the two ideas and was realizing that I can make Jesus Raw the merch line. And then I started thinking, you know, I don't really want the money necessarily. Why don't I make this a uh, 100% to world missions? It was just kind of this vague vision that was in my mind. Um, then I met with a guy just about a week ago named John Arcee, who owns Villain.co, which is a, a clothing brand that I love, which has absolutely popped off. Congrats to y'all if you see this. And basically, sat in with Chipotle, talked to him, told him the vision, and he looked at me and said, I'm in. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, I'm in. Wow. <laughs> basically found out he's a believer. Uh, he bought the domain. I now own JesusIsRaw.com. Wow. And uh, next week or the week after, we're going to sit down. We're going to take this seriously. And not only that, but I talked to my pastor, and I actually have an orphanage in Haiti that I have pictures and videos and stories of exact people who I can fund through this project. And so the wheels are definitely turning. Uh, I don't have anything confirmed. It's all in his will. But, like, God is constructing this right in front of my eyes, and I'm so, so, so excited to like continue rolling it out. And it's gonna, I mean, Lord willing, I got all the pieces in place. Like if he makes it happen, it's gonna, it's gonna be wild. And it's gonna help some people's lives. Not only, so this is the last thing I wanna say, the orphanage, not only, um, it, it's not just like throwing money in a country, which I believe is good, but I, you know, teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime. So what they do is they not only uh, send people to college and equip them in trades, but they also, give them seminary training and teach them how to spread the word. So these people are going to be benefiting their, their, their selves, their families, their countries, and sharing Christ with their country. And so this is going to have like exponential benefits. And I'm just so excited to make it happen. Man, That's pretty I'm, cool. So, go ahead. Um, so what, do you know the name of the orphanage? Uh, I don't know the exact name. Okay. I'm going to sit down next week or the week after and talk with the guy. So I do need to get the name, though. That... Hey, that's okay. The, re the reason I ask is my best friend, uh, he's from Haiti. Um, okay. And uh, his whole family is still in Haiti because of things and how crazy their, their country is. So I was, I was yeah, wondering. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but what, what, what came about choosing that specific orphanage, and how did that come out to play? Yeah, so I wanted to make sure that uh, the money was 100%. 100% net profits going to missions. That was the first thing. Yeah. I didn't want a penny of it going in my pocket. Second of all, I wanted it to go to uh, evangelistic missions that were not only helping people in a developing country, but also helping to spread Jesus in those countries. So it checked off both of those boxes. And it's connected with my personal church. And I believe that's something that I've always lacked is being really connected and rooted in the local church. And that, so that's going to help me um, for my own walk as well. Um, and just you know, partnering with a ministry that I can trust and know is going to the right places. And so it's just, it's, it's perfect for the current situation. You know, what's, what's, what's fun. What was, what's great to me about this opportunity in this situation, Max, is seeing how God took, took the love that you have for him at such a young age, being faithful, being just, and knowing the power that you can have abroad by God just laying something on your heart, first by loving him, second by being a faithful steward of his, and then third by want to do what he's, the Great Commission is all calling us out to do, is to go out and to be a disciple mm -hmm. and, to, and, and to tell others about Christ. And to hear, when I first heard this, I was like, man, what an awesome idea. What a great idea. And then to see it come to be true and, and to see it work in miracles and, and wonders and to find out, you know, the things that you've said here about, you know, I mean, this is, 
by you being able to sell clothing and, and is going to allow people in other countries to be taught how to be ministers, to be taught how to share the word of God and to be taught how to spread it. Maybe you know, Marcus, a little bit. Is Christianity big over there or is it? I don't know much about Haiti. In spots there they are, but as a whole, no, no. Um, there are spots in Haiti that are very, you know, Christian or at least believe in something. But there's others that don't never even heard of Jesus or wow. You know, so, so to know yeah. that you're going to be knowing that you're a part of this. I mean, obviously, I know and you know that it's not because of you. It's because of your passion for Christ and Christ putting ideas in your mind and following through and being and being in tone in tone with that. How does that, I mean, it's okay for us to be prideful a little bit, to be proud of who we are and what we stand for in Christ. How does that, when you stop and think the, of the grander scheme of things, how does that make you feel? Uh, it just, I'm literally like my heart's beating thinking about it and talking about it. And, and what I keep going back to is how God never picks who you'd expect. I mean, I'm literally sitting in my room four months ago at 15, 16,000 followers on TikTok getting 30 likes a video. And then four months later, I have this platform. And now after making videos alone in my room, God is going to use that platform to save lives in a country that I may never visit. Like, it's just blowing my mind. Yeah. That, that's that's the fruit of it. And yeah, numbers are cool. Followers are cool. All that stuff. Sometimes pride will come out. But at the end of the day, the thing that's really amazing and the fruits that are really coming out of that is if this Jesus raw thing really happens, that is the fruit. Absolutely. That is what, you know, that is the purpose. And if my TikTok account dies right after it, then amen, that happened. That's you know it. That's I mean? it. Yeah. All worth it. Amen. Right? Like, and, and that's that's that's, that's kind of the vision we had here with uh, with flow. You know, if, if whether we, whether we have one listener, one viewer that continually <laughs> listens each week, or we end up having a million or whatever, if that one person gets to hear and is growing within their relationship with Christ, then it's all worth it. It's the it's it's the fruit that's going out and 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 the seeds that are being sown and. Uh, I'm excited for you. We'll add that to our prayer list and, yeah, uh, so and, and keep that in mind. If there's any way that we can be an assistance of that or help contribute with that, uh, you know, we love you to death. Uh, we love what you're doing. Uh, we'd definitely like to do so. We're here for you on that aspect of things. Yeah, and I, 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 I love the name. Uh, as soon as you said Jesus is raw, so I'm fl- I'm from Florida. So as soon as you, uh, I was in the southwest Tampa area. Uh, and yeah. I lived there about 15 years. So I was going to ask this. As soon as you said ahead. raw, I was like, I hope he, I hope he means what I think he means. And it, it was. So I was like, sweet. Yeah. So as soon as you said that, Jesus. I immediately looked at you. And I, I, that was going to be one of my later questions. Marcus, do you know what raw is? <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> so, I do. He uses the term jit a lot. I was going to say, do you know what jit? I, I know what jit means too. Yeah. Yes. There you go. All right. So, so there's a common bond here. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. But uh, we're going to get to some questions unless you want to, you have anything else you want to ask? Absolutely. No, I mean, I, I think we're ready for the question segment of the right. of the show here. And uh, so, our social media guru T Mizzle, as he likes to be called, yes, <laughs> uh, has some social media questions. Uh, we're gonna now just to warn you, Max. Some of these are faith based. Some of these are TikTok based. Some of these are just kind of off the wall. Okay, just so, anything. Ask, ask literally about, anything. All right, uh, save that. Uh, I'll save the one for last. Yeah, save the one for last. Okay. Um, I don't even know what they're talking three, about. So, and then uh-huh. we'll do the, the we'll do offline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So first up, we got from Sarah W. Two thousand five. How do you come up with the clean sounds on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do I come up, or how do I make them? How does he come up with them, or how does he uh, make do, them? how do you come up with the how do you come sounds? up? But also, yeah. okay. So what I've been trying to do is. 
pick the uh, not just dances, but pick sounds that you can do trends with. Because oftentimes I know that I'll see a sound and it'll have certain things in it, and I'm like, that's not God glorifying. I don't want to use that. And why wouldn't endorse the song at whole? You know, that little six second clip, if I can take out a few words and allow more people to use that trend and, and not feel like they have to compromise, that's ultimately my goal with it. It's, it's especially for the youth so that they can, you know, not have to hear it and that they can utilize the sounds and, you know, not feel like that, like I said, like they have to compromise. So um, how do I do it? I use splice. All I do is I sit there, cut them out, take the instrumental, put it behind it, try to match it up and it'll sound, it'll flow. Sound good. Now, uh, what, what sound has been your biggest one that you've created because it already changed <laughs> oh okay there was the one that like um oh how does it go it's like with the rocks you get slapped yeah and i'm with my man <laughs> at canopy's bands yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one got like 1500 is probably past 2000 uses now is that's it's awesome like i'll probably use a thousand of those <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy and the other one is uh the money trees dance which i accidentally censored the word bucket thinking it was a bad word and I got absolutely roasted by hundreds of people on the internet for doing that. But other people used it without even realizing. So it's kind of funny that um, funny. it blew up. Yeah. All right. So next question is also from Sarah. She says, how do you come up with the video ideas for your TikTok? Oh, so I just moved in this apartment. So it's not as prevalent, but I have over here. Uh, I can even show you real quick. I don't know. It's just going to mess with the video. Uh, I, I slap anything I come up with. I put on sticky notes. I like to just any thought that I have. Um, write it there but it usually just comes to me out of nowhere like when i'm sitting there at night just ideas will come out of nowhere and i i like to make videos like non-stop because videos will come out you know from all angles and pretty creative person i feel like i've been blessed with that so um just always writing down ideas pretty much sweet all right so the next one's from annika we know annika mm -hmm. uh, yeah annika what's says up? do you have any spiritual gifts if so what are they <laughs> Do you have any spiritual gifts? Uh, I feel like, okay, I don't know if this, this constantly like spiritual gift, but I feel like speaking in general. Like God's just giving me like a voice and I'm so grateful for that. Sometimes I, I am long-winded and I talk too much, so there's a, it's a curse too, but like definitely a gift and I try to utilize that um, as much as I can for the Lord. Perfect. So. And then we got two more. Um, so we got Brant has a question for you, Max. And he just we basically already talked about this, I guess, but he says, what do we need to do to stay faithful in the midst of a secular world? Community, community. I always, I literally every single day when I'm answering DMs, I say this exact same thing. Cause I believe that this is the answer. Fall in love with the word of God and find community. That's yeah. literally like those two things. Uh, I've just, it's so simple and yet so hard to grasp with so many people. I definitely agree. And our last question here is from Josh Norris. And hey. Josh would love to know what kind of hair products do you use? <laughs> oh, hey. Function of beauty, bro. It's custom hair care. Get on it. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you, dude. Yeah. Well, would you ever have guessed that people would want to watch you brush your teeth? No, but it's, it's funny because I'm, I don't like doing lives where I'm just sitting here. I like to be doing something because I'm very ADHD. I would be going crazy. Oh, yeah. So I just, that's why I did that. But like, yeah, 50 people will come on and just watch me brush my teeth. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny about all that is, is the crowd that he gathers when he's doing that or he's, he's washing his face or he's doing something like that. I've sat and I've listened. I've, I've been on a several of those myself. And, me too. And, and, and I'm watching and I'm listening to a lot of the things that he's saying. And I'm like, man, this dude is really dropping 
the word of God while he's washing his face, <laughs> brushing his teeth. And people are being blessed because this man is brushing his teeth. And Bro. and and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you know, why can't we take that out into the world more? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and it, it's just so glad. I'm, I'm so glad I've gotten to know you. Uh, I, I thank you so much for being the positive influence that you are to Tyler and your all's friendship. And and uh, I, I know God's going to do great things through you. Uh, I know Marcus, on behalf of Marcus and myself, we thank you for being a part of this podcast and being on an episode here. And uh, I just know that the listeners are going to be blessed. Marcus, how many how many different countries are we in right now? Uh, including America, we're in 12. 12 countries. Wow. So, That's incredible. Yeah. So we're being listened to all over the world, it looks like right now. Yeah. And uh, uh, our we prayer have and goal. Over 100, 100 views every week on whether or not it's wow. the newest episode or the later episodes. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just great seeing what the God that we serve, how wonderful he is, that he works within each one of us in his own ways to get his word out in the way that he wants it to be driven. And uh, we're just so thankful for you. Uh, we love you. We pray for you. If there was a... I don't want this to end. This has been fun, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do this we'll again. We'll do it again, for that's sure. for sure. Um, but if, if there was one last encouragement or word that you could give our listeners, what would you want to let them know? Like I always say, fall in love with the Word of God and find community. And you will find Jesus face to face, and you will fall in love with Him more every day. Amen. Perfect. Right. Couldn't, couldn't have ended it any better. Go ahead, Marcus. On, Let's go. on that note, we'll, we'll call it a day. Um, my name is Marcus. I'm J-Log. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official Flow merch. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off-the-wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.